drawing it. Now, Sam Hargreaves, Hargrave, not Hargreaves, don't know where I got that from. Sam Hargrave uh, is a very high-profile stuntman and now a movie director, but his stunt work was at the very top of the cinema pyramid, working for the Russo brothers, a.k.a. the people responsible for landing the Marvel series, and also Winter Soldier, as well as the um, the final ruminants of the uh, Marvel franchises, so multi-billion dollar fare. He's now become a director, and very much in the vein of uh, the guy that did the uh, John Wick movies, who started out as a stunt coordinator as well. Um, and he ended up becoming a very making a really successful transition to being a film director. Uh, this guy's now gone to Netflix, uh, which is a, a great way for many movies to get made now, especially if they're unlikely to get back $100 million at the box office. Netflix will happily pump $60, $70 million into your movie, which has seen some really good movies made. And I mentioned Triple Frontier earlier which is the closest to this um, out of Netflix's canon, um, a film that probably wouldn't have made its budget back had it been released in the cinema, despite a heavyweight cast. Um, I loved it. I thought it was flawed, and the final third wasn't anywhere near as good as the opening two-thirds, um, but I thought it was a really great film. And even though it wasn't rated as a massive success on release, it did prove something, which is that that kind of movie is eminently rewatchable and did, uh, I think, was the second highest rated Netflix movie of the entire year, uh, certainly original content. This is doing great guns as well for Netflix. So they basically made a shoot 'em up thriller, um, broadly first person shoot 'em up, uh, with um, they had to obviously land the lead role, and they did that by choosing a fairly obvious choice. But nonetheless, a very good one. Chris Hemsworth, who is looking for, you know, a lot of the people in the Marvel Universe are now looking for outliers, uh, where to go next. Uh, for people like Robert Downey Jr. and Chris Hemsworth, who so far floundered a little uh, by appearing in a few substandard roles, or at least roles in substandard films. Black Hat, that was pretty dire. Um, where he's sort of gone off and appeared in a... He's done all right in the role, but the films have just been substandard. And, and I did worry about this one, whether this was going to be another one. I did really like um, the one where they all meet at the hotel, uh, which was a, a fantastic film, and I can't remember what it was called. But um, he's, he's it's more misses than hits, I think. So he's uh, teamed up with Sam Hargrave to make a pretty standard rote action thriller where he plays the usual broken guy. Everyone in these films, everyone in virtually every Hollywood action film has you know, an ex-wife somewhere and their marriage has broken down. They've turned to the bottle, they're haggard, um, but he is particularly so, and it comes out during the course of the movie that his particular marriage circumstances are down to the death of a child and um, the state he's in is basically playing Russian roulette with his job which is extraction so he's ex-military uh, broken down by his experiences in the military and goes off to foreign lands to rescue drug dealers children when they get kidnapped basically 
Um, and his success in the role is that he just doesn't seem to really care whether he lives or he dies. Uh, and that's pointed out to him by, I think, who's a lady that does actually meet up with him at the start? I can't find her name. Well, that's annoying. She's the only female character in it. Oh, well. Um, basically, he's uh, living in Australia up near Fitzroy Crossing, of all places, um, and she turns up saying that this one of India's biggest drug lords has had his son kidnapped, and he, this guy's in jail, and he wants um, his, his big rival in Bangladesh, another drug, de- drug overlord, has kidnapped his son while he's in jail, so he can't do anything about it. But he's got his right-hand man, played by Randeep Hooda, um, who's basically given the task of extricating his son uh, without paying any ransom and so on. Unfortunately, he points out that to his wife, not to um, not to the drug lord in, in prison, that they don't have enough money to pay the ransom and they don't have enough money to pay for an extraction, a multi-million dollar extraction, by hiring foreign mercenaries to go in and do the job. So he sets a plan in motion, given that um, the Indian drug lord in prison has already threatened his family if this doesn't go through, uh, very convincingly. The... Um, Basically, they're going to hire an extraction team but not pay them to do the job. So enter Chris Hemsworth and his team who are explained, uh, they're explained what's going on on the ground, the fact that this guy is basically the king of Dhaka in uh, Bangladesh, uh, the capital city, and he must travel there and overcome these forces and extricate the kid. A uh, young teenage boy who's um, kidnapped outside a, a children's nightclub, which is kind of bizarre. So obviously, every single thing in this film is fairly standard fare that you would have seen in a million other action films like this. Um, on paper, I'm not sure it would have been green lit. It certainly wouldn't have been for the cinema. It's very sort of 1980s Chuck Norris in its setup. You kind of want a bit more than that. Uh, ex-mercenaries going in, well, mercenaries going in to rescue someone from a criminal enterprise is not the most original way to start a movie. Now, this is all set in mainly Dakar in Bangladesh, which is a new location for cinema, um, certainly for an overseas uh, big-budget action thriller. Well, that city certainly is the star of the show. The cinematography in it is absolutely fantastic. It's by Newton Thomas Sigel. And I thought that they did a really, really dynamic and beautifully coloured job of looking at this city. Most of it's slums, high-rise buildings, traffic, um, but really cinematically stunning. Uh, Grimily hot everywhere. Um, but it does come off as a fantastic location, certainly more interesting than when they try and shoehorn Dubai into every Fast and the Furious movie or, you know, they continually end up in these cities. This is a new one and it, uh, probably one of the most exciting characters in the film is the city of Dakar. So um, that was a massive plus. Um, he, do, he does his extraction pretty close to the start of the movie. And then it becomes apparent that the extraction itself from the people holding the kid imprisoned isn't the hard part. The hard part is getting out of Dakar because this guy controls the police, the army, the whole city. 
So that's the setup for the movie is that he's got to bypass all of this guy's control over the entire city. Um, I recognize the guy playing that guy as well, and he was pretty decent. Now, there, the massive flaw with this movie is how underwritten it is, and you do wish, given the quality of everything else that's on display here, that they'd written a better movie. Um, it's got everything that it needs, and the one thing it doesn't get is a good story. Um, too much of the movie is spent shooting people to an extent where they could have reduced it by two-thirds and had probably a better impact. Hundreds and hundreds of people are shot. Um, to the extent where it becomes numbing and it doesn't mean anything. The actual shooting and killing in it is beautifully shot. It's fantastically rendered. Um, as good as any film has done. Fairly violent rather than A-Team sort of nothing matters. Uh, there's a lot of violence in this film. And it's all very well shot. It's just a law of diminishing returns. There is so much. Some of the action sequences that go on for 10 minutes are breathtaking, uh, particularly when he first rescues a kid. Uh, I think that one goes on for about 12 minutes or something where it's um, running down alleyways and up and down staircases and one-on-one -on -one combat with numerous dozens and dozens of henchmen. Uh, and it is brilliant to look at. It's stunningly done. And, and the guy is an ex-stunt person. I felt the golfing class here with John Wick because the I complained about the second John Wick film having a bit too much of that and that was on TV over the weekend. Well, if that's the John Wick film with too much killing, um, it had nowhere near as much as this. And the other thing it ha that John Wick has is that a lot of the standoffs and the fights have a lot more meaning. They're a lot more different in style, whereas here it is a continuation of the same sort of shoot with a big gun, shoot with a small gun, beat someone up a bit, stab someone with something. It doesn't have much variance in what's on offer, um, whereas John Wick did. But John Wick also had an entire mythology which uh, massively elevated it, and it had a story and a strong character. Where this film unexpectedly shines, and what makes me even angrier at the lack of writing, I didn't expect the best thing about the film to be the acting. And Chris Hemsworth and Randeep Hooda, who comes across as basically a not evil, but his enemy um, by virtue of the fact that the other guys stiffed him and basically, if he doesn't rescue the guy's son without having the funds to do so, his whole family's going to be killed anyway. Um, they're both brilliant. Um, I thought uh, Randeep Hooda gives a very thoughtful performance, He's convincing as a hard-ass. Um, he's ex-Special Forces as well. But he's also a lot more sort of almost demure. He's, he's, he'd be as convincing in a high-level office meeting as stabbing someone with pencils. Um, he does both very well, and he's thoughtful, and uh, he's wise about his scenario and what's going on, unexpectedly so. He's a great henchman, a great villain, in inverted commas. He's not the true villain. Uh, the true villain is obviously the guy that's kidnapped the, the son in the first place. Um, but he's the sort of antagonist to Chris Hemsworth's protagonist. Chris Hemsworth is fantastic. He's really good in this role. Um, he has some very long acting sequences, particularly when the child is asking him about his past and why his marriage failed and what happened to his child which is a flat-out brilliant piece of acting from Chris Hemsworth. He's undoubtedly the star of the show throughout. 
He's fantastic to hold the movie together. He delivers, you know, if you're looking back at the likes of Rambo or going down a step to the likes of uh, Jean-Claude Van Damme and Chuck Norris movies, this is a fully realised acting performance, a dramatic acting performance, and he's very, very good in this role. I thought he was fantastic. I thought him and Randeep were way better than the writing, which is a shame because they, you know, normally these films have to deal with people like Arnie and Sly, so a great deal of a, a dramatic range or interest isn't possible because they can't act that well even though they're great to watch they just don't have the acting chops here both the main leads have got the acting chops they could have handled so much more weight uh, to this film i like this film much more in the downtime i liked it when it got into talky mode he hooks up with one of his old mercenary mates in dakar and they have long conversations when he's talking to the kid and having long conversations with him they were the standout moments um and they were a breath of fresh air when there was so much violence going on so i thought this was a pretty decent effort it was um i think if we look back on the kind of action thrillers we got in the 80s with chuck norris this is so much better on every level um the cinematography and sound mixing and and the soundtrack are superb really high quality and the acting of the two leads are is fantastic and way above it. It just is really let down by the writing. The premise could have been so much more. Another thing that I'm interested by is these are both great characters and they seem to get killed off. Now, it doesn't seem to matter to mainstream Hollywood anymore that people die in films. They just bring them back. Because it, 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 the whole extraction universe has some legs. It's not in the same bracket as John Wick, but it has got legs. And those two characters could easily float a future movie. I definitely won't be surprised to see Chris Hemsworth back. If he does, I would really like to see Randeep Hooder come back as well. So there you go. It's um, a lot of ups and downs for me. Great acting, great soundtrack, great visuals and um, stunning action. Too much stunning action versus, well, great action versus too much of it and a really underwritten story and quite a weak plot. So I'm going to give Extraction uh, 6.5 out of 10. Slightly sly of saying it was act, shy of saying it was actually good. 6.5 out of 10 for Extraction. And from the fabulous new Strokes album, the new Abnormal Selfless. Mm -hmm. 